Welcome to Killer Kush, a podcast where we smoke. And talk about killers, caspers, and cryptids. My name's Lichnamok. My pronouns are he, him. Uh, my name's Lady Cuchtenberg. My pronouns are they, she. Welcome to episode 10. Whoa. The White Island Volcano Explosion. That's such a long... <laughs> the White Island Volcano, volcano explosion. explosion. Yeah. Katie, do you uh, know anything about the story? Yeah. Well, once distantly in our past, um, during quarantine, you had like a little dinner party with Nico's twin and you talked briefly about it, but I was pretty stoned. So um, it's so, going to be a whole a whole new story? Yeah. Like I remember more the feelings in that moment than the story. Mm. Yeah. Because there so. is a lot of... This story is, like, gruesome in the sensation way. Um, You know, like, everything they go through, you can just kind of feel it. Like, it's a very kinesthetic response, and that is weird to my body. Ooh, so get excited to be uncomfortable. Get excited to be uncomfortable, everyone. Woohoo! Katie, what's your vibe, my dude? My vibe is, well, I just went on a little trip to Colorado for my friend's yes. baby shower. Yeah. So oh, Babies. 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 I'm excited. Is it going to be twins? Be honest. No. No. Just a girl. Just one little, Yeah. So she got a lot of little baby clothes. Um, I got a little like onesie with little footy things on it and it was sloths. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. So. Very baby item. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm very excited to see that baby soon october 23rd <laughs> that's the due date do you ever just think about ugly babies all the time um oh. i'm one of those people that will go oh my god they're so precious if it's an ugly baby <laughs> yeah i'm like oh that's such a precious baby oh wow, that is such a nice baby such a such wow. a well-rounded young individual <laughs> i love how it has eyes <laughs> so cute its nose is there <laughs> Yeah, some of them look really squishy or old. They look like old men. Yeah, I had one of my nieces, the oldest one, turned out beautiful as a child. Like, came out of the vagina a model. Like, was gorgeous. I said, serve it. The other one came out looking like a walnut. It was so bad. (laughs) She's so cute now and has, like, she's adorable and has the best personality. But my God, when she came out, she looked like, you know, when you're in the shower too long and your hands shrivel up? Yes, that's she her, looked like that. That's but exactly all over? what she looked like. Oh my god! Yeah, she's cute now. Though. Which one was that? Gracelyn. Oh, she's cute. She's freaking. They're cute. They're, they're cute. They're really funny. Yeah, they are. They're super funny kids. Like, <laughs> yeah, weirdos. I was eating a brownie on our graduation day, and Gracelyn walked up to it and just like pointed at it and was like, "Can I have some?" That's <laughs> she, right. She knows she where just, the goods like, are. Broke off some of it and went away. <laughs> She said, good, I will take my share and leave. Thank yeah, you, random she's human being. powerful. She's so powerful. Powerful. She's going to be a lesbian one day. I Yes. I have bets on her being a lesbian. Elio, please do not do that. I have bets on her being a lesbian. Yo, I would definitely second that. That's amazing. Yeah. I yeah. think a lot of people in the family think it too. Everybody's just afraid to say it. Oh, no. Not afraid. That yeah. is... Yeah. My mom, my mom lesbian, goes, stop pressuring sexuality on her. And I go, uh, Kelly, shut the fuck up. Stop okay. pressuring internalized homophobia on her. Yeah, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. She actually doesn't listen to the podcast. Oh, I've, really? I've hounded her way too many times to listen to it, and she still doesn't listen to it. My parents did start listening to it, so... <gasps> Hi, y'all. Hi, guys. They listened to two Miss episodes. Miss you. Yeah. One day my mom's going to start listening to it and is going to hear this episode and be like, you little fuck. <laughs> It'll be very cute. It'll be great. It'll be in a year. <laughs> I love you, mom, in a few yeah. years. 
Um, but yeah, my vibe is like kind of tired because I got 10 hours of sleep this past weekend, but it was such a fun trip and I got to see the mountains and sunrise at Red Rocks and we Love went on a that. little hike. Yeah. Beautiful. We smoked a Moon Rocks joint and here's- You do that every time education. you go back and Yes, it's, it's my tradition. I love it. It's a newer tradition, but it is mine. But Moon Rock is like weed rolled in keef and wax and it is chef's kiss- it was, it's $25 for just one little joint, but that joint lasts me the entire time that I'm there and then some next time. That's so, insane. It's perfect. Like two hits and you're really high. I yeah. love that though. Quick and easy, dude. Yeah. Like one, at some point when you start like smoking and actually smoking, it becomes about efficiency. <laughs> Literally like you know? I have to do the dishes, but I simply yeah. must get this one hitter. They're like, I have so many things I have to do right now, but let me just get in, get out and go. I don't want to <laughs> come here and stay for a while. You know, like sometimes I don't want to kick my feet up. Sometimes I want to <laughs> clean all of my leaves on my plants and yeah. finger their soil. And you listen know? to like 16 podcasts and sweep the entire house. You get it. Yeah, of you course. Get me. Yeah. You get me. What's your vibe, Nick? Nicolas. My vibe is Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> My vibe is angry today. Yeah. I don't know. I've just Elio pooped this morning and then sat in it, so I had to wash shit out of his fur. And then I like was making my coffee because I was already a little irritated. And then I spilt little plastic reusable ice cubes everywhere. And then I was like, ugh. And then I like shut the thing, started picking them up, put them all away, opened to the freezer again to grab normal ice cubes because I was like, fuck those plastic ones. And more plastic ones and the container fell out at me. <laughs> uh, and I got like saw red and <laughs> angered, like hulked out for a yeah. second. And then I went to work and now I'm here. Oh my God, I printed off some really cute stuff <gasps> oh. from Staples. The Staples people know me now. What what'd you print off? A little cute chore chart. And then I go back to teaching tomorrow. So I mm. made my kids like a little questionnaire that we're going to talk about. That's really adorable. Oh, what's on it? It's just questions about their family. But it's like funny things. Like Aww. I'm like, do you have any pets? Question mark. Yes, comma. Siblings count. You know, like <laughs> yeah. just like funny things that will make kids chuckle. Yeah. Oh, how exciting. You get to see kids. Soon. Katie just gave me a light pat on my leg. Yeah, yeah. You get to you get to hang out with some children. Yeah, I'm actually excited. Yeah. I love teaching. And right now I only have three out of my five time slots filled for teaching. So I have a really light load. Yeah. And which the kids is nice. do love you there. Like yeah. those kids love you. It's because I'm a very unconventional teacher. I don't teach like anybody <laughs> it's else. It's because I'm met. gay. <laughs> it's because I'm gay and young and started dancing at 17. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they take class from people who've danced since they were two. Yeah. Which I just teach from a very different perspective because I don't have a deep rooted history in the studio. Yeah. And you're more supportive, I feel like, maybe. Because you're not necessarily going up through the ballet. Yeah. Mindset. And it's also, I teach from a not, not a, I want my student to be a perfect technician, but I want my student to be a safe and sustainable dancer who actually understands the craft and the art behind the craft. Yeah. Where a lot of studios are just technique, like want to show their kids all codified work. Which is a way to teach, and I think codified work is important, but yeah. I think it's much more valuable to give the room for exploration and to build a safety net on the body. Yeah, so that they can love dance. Yeah, they can love dance really forever. Funded. They yeah. can't. They don't love dance until they're twenty three and need a hip replacement. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that's nasty. It's nasty, and it yeah. happens way too often. And studio kids will come into the studio and will be doing like knee drops and things, and will be landing on their knees. 
And I'm like, Oof. you understand that you're eight years old right now, so like you can walk that off, but you're destroying all your cartilage that won't come back. It doesn't come back. Dude, okay, there was um one of our dance teachers at school talked about how she was doing like auditions for the chorus line or something, mm-hmm. a chorus line, but it was on like the Rockefeller stage and they had concrete. Oh. So they had asked people to like not show um like any big moves like not do any like big kicks or drops or anything yeah and then this dude just wanted to show off and so like he did this huge kick into a split and he broke his hip or like his pelvis oh my god in like half oh that is so disgusting like imagine just like doing like a little kick (laughs) yeah sometimes it do be feeling like that though you know like even if you don't actually break it sometimes you do it and you're like god damn i'm old yeah aging aging 22 us 22 22. being like aging god damn well that was a long intro but yeah it's fine yeah i think the people want it yeah do you want to do you want it here do you want to come over here people huh do you want it Mm -hmm. anyway i think you know (laughs) what time it is other side note uh (laughs) we started a patreon currently we have no followers so yeah. we'd love for you listener you that's right i'm yeah. looking at you yeah we're to looking be at our eyes. first we're touching your face we're, and touching, caressing we're your caressing your face we want you to give us your money we want you <laughs> we want you <laughs> anyway yeah so basically you can check it out it's in our link tree that we now have you can check it out in the bio or you can go to patreon.com forward slash killer kush and it will take you directly there wow yeah we have four different tiers the first one's just like early release the second one you get some more the third and fourth tier you get free merch that i designed yeah nick went off with the free merch i kind of did go off with the free merch it's very cute we'll sooner or later start releasing it on social media if we get enough patreon followers maybe after we get like five five we'll release what the first merch free merch thing is oh yeah that's so exciting that'd be very fun yeah Yeah. so after we have five uh patreon subscribers yes we will five of you go give us your money this instant yeah yeah we can hang out send you little christmas cards send you little christmas cards yeah you uh, get to listen to the podcast five days early, oh. which is a really long... You get it on Mondays instead of Fridays. So if you want to start your Monday out strong... You, you should subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. You also get like behind the scenes content from us. Uh, our you smoke get, sessions. Yeah. You, you get, get two different episodes now a week. Um, so... That's which is very cool. nice yeah it's we're like doing we're the session be best friends imagine yeah. just being our best friend that's what it's gonna be like yeah you're gonna hang out with us so much yeah uh so yeah we're gonna start recording normally we pause and we partake and then come back but now we're gonna keep on recording through it and put it up as the session on patreon so you wanna... can hang out with us katie just made fun of my power or my oh <laughs> my power <laughs> Katie Did you just, just made fun of my power. <laughs> Katie just made fun of my water bottle. It's so fucking big. It's sixty-four fluid ounces. Dude, okay. why would you need to? Where I teach yeah. has well water. water. It's well water. Oh, so it's oh, so it doesn't have microplastics. Sometimes you have to boil it before you use it, depending. Like they have to send out boil orders sometimes because it's well water. Have you seen those water bottles where they make like? lake water into purified water you should just you know the straw straw. that like you it's like a survival straw and you can take it and you can drink out of like disgusting dirty puddles with it and it's like 
it obviously doesn't taste good, but it like cleans the water as it goes through. It's like we a straw. We should start investing in that straw. Elon Musk, come on! If you're so cool, if you're so rich and cool and powerful and into climate change and all that shit, can you make a better straw? I just watched a video about Grimes and talking about their pregnancy and what they're eating on their pregnancy. It was like a bon appetit video, but like not bon appetit, but it was like yeah. a Food Network thingy being like, "What do you eat?" And what did they eat? It was like weird shit and before they were a vegetarian but now they're not because their doctor was like you need to eat this meat and she was like i eat meat now like it's a weird human being it's a weird human being and talked about like other weird pregnancy things that they have that they're like i don't know you should watch it i can't describe it it's like how do you describe grimes is it like i feel like they'd eat really rare meat no, like I don't think it is. Out of it. Maybe like, it is, honestly. Very wealthy. You know how wealthy people really love it when it's like nearly still alive? Yeah, like, they want it to be as similar to a young child as possible. Exactly, you know? yeah. Tearing the flesh off of the bone. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and I imagine that maybe Grimes would be into that now. Yeah, I don't know. Grimes honestly looked like I'd want to hang out with them. Yeah. Um. What is their child's name? It's like... Kyle. X Z Y W Kyle five Kyle. <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce it. You're joking. You know, but that is so ridiculous. I don't know. Should we look up a pronunciation? It says, on Thursday, the new mother explained how to say X A A dash twelve in response to a curious fan on Instagram who asked, "How do you pronounce that baby's name?" According to Grimes, the baby's name is pronounced x-a-i or just it's just like x like the letter x then a-i but why does it have dash 12 x-a-i was it the 12th attempt x-a-i x-a-i yeah x-a-i x-a-i get in here x-a-i x-a-i dash 12 that's the worst name i'm sorry grimes i feel like it's maybe a robot do you think it's a robot and that's the 12th version of the robot and they're going to raise it as a child? This is very Dragon Ball Z and I could see Grimes doing that. Couldn't it? Yeah. You know? And yeah. they're like, this is what I'm eating during my pregnancy. But in reality, they're just like... Collecting all of the Dragon Balls? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Waiting for their wish. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. So tell us about this volcano cruise. There's nowhere to put my big water bottle. Yeah, because it's so fucking obtrusively large. Like, I'm hydrated and you're not. I hate that you said that and it really hurts me (laughs) (laughs) it should anyway speaking of hydration they need to keep their skin hydrated so let's get into this uh so i'm doing the white island volcano specifically the eruption major sources were 60 minutes australia they made many documentaries many documentaries many documentary you know like yeah my accents are really bad right now (laughs) many documentaries (laughs) mini or many both (laughs) (laughs) both actually (laughs) both uh they're they're really good and very detailed and australian accents are weird yeah they're weird it's very like not quite english accents like it's a lot more guttural like it's it's like if hick met posh yeah (laughs) (laughs) nico got a giggle out of that one and then outside.com cnn usa today and australian news Basically, I watched a few documentaries and then read a lot of resources surrounding the actual science behind what was happening. 
just because volcanoes are cool and I'm a nerd. Well, yeah. yeah. You know? And we're back. So, uh, I'm just going to jump into it. A young girl who is now apparently a TikToker. I love TikTok. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, Stephanie Browett, 23 at the time, is on a cruise with her family going from Australia to New Zealand. Her sister, Crystal, who is 21, and her dad, Paul, are both tagging along, taking a break uh, or a holiday, as they say in Australia. Everywhere I... you see it because it's like Australia and they're like, while they were on holiday... While while we were on holiday, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, they, they were so taking funny. a break. Yeah, but it was Crystal's 21st birthday. It oh, was right before Christmas. Seasons. Oh, so but their Christmas is hot, right? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, they were both on this cruise. There was a newlywed couple from the U.S., Matt and Lauren, that are also on the cruise. That's looking for like an adventure for their honeymoon. They're there because they were like, yes, cruise. Heard there's a volcano involved. Could be fun. Yeah. And it's in Australia. It's in Australia. Like, why not go to Australia for your honeymoon? Yeah. Really fun. Like, Australia to New Zealand. Yeah, that's fun. So cute. <laughs> um, And then there were a lot of other families that were taking their vacations right before Christmas with the idea of it being an easy holiday that the cruise would just take care of everything. It's apparently very common in australia for there to be like a cruise season because it's like a port city you know yeah i mean there are port cities obviously australia is very big but so they <laughs> australia is a port yeah. city wait that's so funny <laughs> um but yeah so do you think they just go on a lot of cruises because they're sort of disconnected so i imagine like flying anywhere it's like staying in australia yeah or like going on a cruise but, probably but yeah wow. I, some of them were like let's celebrate our honeymoon i feel like everybody's celebrating something yeah the family was like celebrating crystal's 21st oh cute you know um there was another i'm not going to talk about them very often throughout it i'll mention them here and there there's this guy named chris uh oh i don't remember his last name he was from south wales uh and his dad planned the trip specifically to see the volcano oh so they planned their trip months in advance and were like we want to go see this volcano at this time. Yeah. Planned it, which knowing what happens is really sad because they didn't know what were going to happen, but they were really excited to see it. And Are they like scientists it. or just I th- like I don't remember. Adventurers. I think just very curious. Like in the interviews of the dad, he's talking about how the algae on that was one of the things that he really noticed well at the volcano yeah there were like little tiny streams but they were like really vibrant emerald green and like fiery red algae and wow. purple algae that were like there's pictures of it because it's you can still see it you know yeah. and they're gorgeous you know like it doesn't look like it's earth yeah it's a really cool environment because we just don't experience that intense heat but there are things that thrive in that intense heat yeah that's what the earth is about to be in like 50 years even Mm, so seven sneak peek seven (laughs) seven max Uh, yeah so they're on the trip too they're on a boat they're all going to see this volcano yeah the it's called the it's so it's royal caribbean um but royal caribbean royal caribbean (laughs) but the ship is called the ovation of the seas and it leaves the dock in sydney on december 4th 2019 the ovulation of the seas the ovulation (laughs) of the seas (laughs) While on the cruise, they see an ad from Royal Caribbean recommending an excursion to the beautiful Wyatt Island volcano or Wakari in the indigenous language of the island. Hmm. All of the information had Royal Caribbean. Oh, it's going to be hard for me to say if I can't say it. Royal Caribbean. Because my brain is going Caribbean, 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 Caribbean. Caribbean. Which one is it? Do they have a pronunciation because they're a brand? Pilots of the Caribbean, Royal Caribbean. He said pilots of the Caribbean, first of all. 
<laughs> 21 pilots <laughs> of the Caribbean. Pilots of the Caribbean. Royal Caribbean is what it is, right? Ro- I don't know. I don't I, I don't think Royal, Royal Car- Caribbean Car- Royal Caribbean, Caribbean smells smell. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound yeah it doesn't does sound, sound quite good. the yeah anyway oil carry <laughs> tell me that's not just hard to say but isn't it isn't the brand royal, royal caribbean. caribbean royal caribbean i don't know but now I i'm just gonna like start calling it rc cool. from the rest <laughs> i don't want to deal with that the family new newlyweds and 31 others decide that it would be a perfect thing to do in paradise Go on a tour to an island that had a volcano on it. Sounds kind of badass. And the advertisement said to wear close-toed shoes and hiking clothes and that they would be provided with hard hats and gas masks due to the sulfur dioxide leaking from the air vents coming through the Earth's crust. But other than that, it was fairly safe. So basically, they were like, hey, y'all, come to this thing. We endorse it. It's on an island. All you got to do is bring close-toed shoes and, like, hiking clothes. And a helmet. And a helmet. No, we'll provide you a helmet. We'll provide you a mask. You only have to wear the mask sometimes when it's sulfur dioxide is part of what makes the really pretty colors and, like, the algae and, and, like, the rock formations and in the waters. Yeah. But it's not, like, withstandable for humans or? It is, but it, like, causes issues or something. Like, it's not good for you to breathe. Yeah, yeah. And so they gave the mask, and it was, the only thing it said is it said you couldn't be handicapped. It was not handicapped accessible. it wasn't accessible? accessible? Yeah. So no disabled people were able to? No, but the fact that it said you can't be handicapped, they were like, this is an excursion. You should really think about if you can do this hike. So they were literally, like, shaming anyone who... That is so terrible. Anyway, that is so nasty. Don't support Did Royal you know Caribbean. That Royal, some cruise lines. I don't know if it's like this cruise line specifically, but for theater, for the auditions for people who identify as women, you mm-hmm. know, like their w- women auditions, they have them send in pictures where they're in like swimsuits, and they like make them like pose and stuff and turn, and you have to like put how much you weigh and stuff Ew. to be on some of those cruises. Isn't that disgusting? And they say like show off your physique. So. That's disgusting, Itez. Yeah, so... Cruises should be canceled. Yeah. Forever, permanently. Yeah, and also after the Titanic, didn't we learn? Maybe let's just not touch the ocean. Let's not touch space. Let's not touch the ocean. Yeah. Let's just chill. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> let's just chill. Okay, why can't Come we just on, stay guys. here on Earth? So yeah, basically the Royal Caribbean was like, it's fairly safe that you can go. The advertisement said that they could see bubbling mud pits and a lake of acid while on the tour, which it's Crater Lake... So it's a huge lake that honestly, the guides say it isn't that hot, but because of the sulfuric acid, it like looks really cool, like a lake of acid. Yeah. Anyway. But they uh, didn't like know, aren't those signs that a volcano is about to erupt? Like, doesn't that seem sort of fishy? Was there no like geologist Listen nearby? here, I'm just about to. Oh, sorry. Oh, that was like perfect timing. <laughs> Around 10,000 people go to White Island every single year since it became a tourist destination in the 1990s. As of 2014, the island received a warning level 2 out of 6 for signs of volcanic eruption. In this system, a 1 is no activity, a 3 through 5 are all eruption statuses, with 6 being a volcano that's explosion is so bad that it removes nearby life and has widespread effect on the greater part of a hemisphere. So it was like code red, like it, it, it at any moment could be a three, which means eruption. So it was a two, which is the only warning sign in this system, which is like hard to gauge how bad a warning is if it's only one. 
Yeah, but don't have a a cruise of people go go you know? on it like since maybe... 2014 it's been going in and out of this Jeez. but for the most part of it it's been in it it'll occasionally fall out and go back to a level one damn damn Whoa. yeah so that being said this is this story takes place in december 2019 which is basically 2020 so that's like six years of corporations still hosting tours on a grade t or grade two volcanic island um constantly profiting off of danger aspects of adrenaline junkies and shit, but also, like, Royal Caribbean crews planned the excursion, hired Knowing, the vendor. Yeah, and they, they knew that it was a level two. So, right? like, they're also profiting off of these people. Yeah. Which is just disgusting. Did they put anywhere that it was a level two? No. I I mention it throughout. I'll, I'll update you once they finally learn that it's okay. a level two. Okay, perfect. In 2016, there was a small eruption at night that was similar to the larger 2019 eruption, but the only difference was that nobody was on the island. Although the survival rate would have been similar, in 2018, scientists discovered that the volcano was increasing in tremors and gas shoots. Throughout the year, the island continued to get worse, although there was no higher level than grade three, which is already explosive. In 2016, an explosion happened. It happened at night, and when people got to the island the next day, they were like, oh, damn, that caused a lot of damage. Yeah, and was that a level three? Yeah, technically. Okay, okay. Because it was So it was seriously going to level three. Yeah, and then it went back to grade two, and then in 2018, they noticed that, like, the ground started tremoring more. Which is a sign that the volcano is about to erupt. Yeah, for a whole year, because this happens in, like, late, or for a whole two years, then, because this happens in late 2019, early 2020. Yeah, so, wow, so they really should have shut it down when they noticed that it started, like, tremoring. The tourists who arrived to the island are met by their tour guides and still hadn't been warned about the grade two warning, but had just been pushed on by the beauty of the island. Everybody was like, it's beautiful, you should go, you should go, it's gorgeous, look at these things you can see like yeah it'll it'll be once of a lifetime opportunity like they really sold it but didn't say once like hey this is dangerous yeah which do you really have to warn people volcano is dangerous but if like you're trusting a cruise to host your events of what you're paying them to do yeah, if there's no warning at all, and if you, yeah. did they post it online or in a news place or like? It was at like advertisements and pamphlets. Yeah, but when it erupted, was there any announcement of its eruption? Like, is there oh, any yeah, company or anything? Okay, cool. So people could have Googled that it erupted, right? Do you think that they Googled it? Oh, probably. I don't know if anybody would have Googled it though. If Dang, you're like yeah. there oh. on the cruise and you see a pamphlet and you're just like, oh, cool, this happens today. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's so crazy. The safety briefing basically said not to touch anything, to stay on the path, and stay between the two tour guides during the hike. There were no eruption safety briefings during that time. It was only when tourists started asking while on the hike that they got instructions, but it wasn't said to the group as a whole, only between a few as a conversation. So basically, they never once said, hey, this is this volcano could erupt. If it does erupt, here's our protocol of what we do. Yeah, they just instead like, they were on the, the hike, and then the people either in the front or the back talking to the tour guide was like, "Hey, what would we do if it exploded right now?" Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, this is our like what we would do," but he only said it to them. Damn. Yeah. So like the whole group terrible. didn't know. So no one knew. No. And, but they did have a protocol like that the employees knew. Yeah, but if a volcano is exploding, it's run. Yeah. Fuck, you know? dude. That's like something that I definitely would not want to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this story happening. So it's on footage that tour guides were warning and explaining about the steam and the colors and how dangerous the volcano is. 
It was then recommended that if you needed, you should wear your mask when passing pockets of sulfur. As one group of tourists approached the Lake of Acid, it was fairly windy, and as the steam blew around, they saw glimpses of beautiful emerald green waters. One of the tour groups headed back to the boat around 2 o'clock p.m. and saw another larger boat that was still docked as the tour was still going on. The smaller group started boarding as 36 other members were on the island from the cruise. As the boat rode away, the guide pointed out to the other tourists as they looked like ants in the distance peering into the crater lake. So around 2 p.m., the first group that like goes up, they go up, yeah. they see the lake, they're like, okay, it's cool, it's really windy, they're like, we're fine, we can go back. Yeah. And so they go back, and this group was on the island that day, coming in from the mainland, yeah. they did a boat ride in. That's an hour and a oh, half boat so ride. so they were just doing like a day trip. Yeah, these people weren't from the cruise. Okay. The people that were the small group of people went up, came back, and then there's just... I feel like it's really important to mention them because there's a lot of footage of that they get of the island exploding. Oh shit. Because they're like on the they're boat. Going back towards yeah. the wow. And so if you ever Google it, you'll most likely either see the footage on the island exploding yeah. or the footage of this group of tourists off the island. Dude, they are so lucky. That group of tourists so is lucky. so lucky. And it's wow. by like minutes. Stephanie recalls hearing their tour guide saying the steam was worse today than most, and then when asked, they finally told the other tourist about the island being a grade two. The tour guide started feeling uneasy on the island and decided to cut the tour short. The tour guide decided to rush the rest of the hike and then just go back to the boat. As the tourists arrived to the mouth of the lake, Stephanie and her family took their last picture together, embracing each other with arms stretched out wide, happily. Seven minutes after this picture, everything would change. Damn. Which is so sad, and the tour guide just was so uneasy, and they were almost done with, like, the hike up to the lake, and he was like, I'm just, we're gonna see the lake, and we're gonna go. And so they got to the lake, looked in, took the picture, and left. Yeah. Because the tour guide was like, yeah, we just need to, like, keep it moving. Yeah, because it's a grade two today. Well, yeah, and so actually, the volcano was in a grade two as of two weeks before this, is when it began another grade two cycle. Oh, God. So, so it's the it's been in grade two. So they should not have done this. No. They wow. So as they walked back, the group started to see black steam come out from the crater. The family took pictures without realizing what was happening. Within seconds, the front tour guide screams, "Run!" The group has no option but to sprint away from the crater for as if their life depends on it. This horrific moment caught in Crystal's phone as she was recording the steam from moments before. Damn, she caught it on camera? There's a video when you hear, like, the tour guide scream, run. And, like, all of a sudden, there's, like, a pause, and then they book it. And, like, you can tell, like, how scared everybody is. It's very Cloverfield footage. That is so crazy. It's really wild to watch, and, like, if you watch it, it gives you goosebumps because... can we watch it? Yeah. Okay, pausing. Watch it with us. Katie just said they're never going outside again. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's It's so scary. It's so scary. So at 2.11 p.m., the volcano erupted. There were 47 people trapped in the crater, many from the Royal Caribbean. It came back again. (laughs) It came back. Many from the RC. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Many from the RC crews. White and black ass shoots. (laughs) Oh. white and black ash shoot into (laughs) shoot into the air hundreds of meters 
Uh, the steam eruption <laughs> shoots upward like a column. Uh, it's hot steam and ash uh, shoots directly across the ground as well. So, so basically, steam, ash, steam, ash, yeah, like everywhere. it goes up and out. Wow. At the same time. And so it's like shockwave. Yeah. You know? The tourists that were stuck on the island didn't know what to do as they ran. Was it hot? It became... Sorry to interrupt. Was this steam mm, hot? Just listen. Oh, God. Just listen. Well, yeah, it's steam. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. As they ran, it became pitch black as soot filled the air around them. The newlywed couple hid behind rocks holding each other in fear. They said that they could feel their clothes melting into their skin. Oh. Chris and his father were also hiding behind a boulder. Chris's father recalls small white crystals that were burning hot being flung at them. They began to say a prayer together as they thought these were their final moments. In the darkness, Chris and his father got separated and Chris stumbled back to his father in a daze. So he like gets lost in the heat and gets pushed away and then like stumbles back and his dad was like he thinks that's the moment that like ended up killing him when he was got like lost. the moment that like they got pushed away from each other because this yeah. whole time they're being hit with like a force field i talk about it later but stephanie's like i couldn't stand up that is crazy because of dude. just like the the energetic force of this air coming at them which is just that wild. That is so terrifying. Which is why they were hiding behind wow. boulders because they were trying to hide. And at the same time, there's these like burning hot crystals being flung at them. They described it as like pin and needles that were actually burning through your skin. Like the Chicago cold, but with hot instead. Yeah. Like that sort of the feeling of cold humidity. Yeah. But heat. Yeah. That is so terrifying, dude. Holy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So. Also sad. Like that is so sad. Yeah. Lori and Matt were also hidden behind a rock, and Lori said that her body was completely shutting down, and she looked to Matt, and she barely uttered, I love you, and then she just, like, collapsed. She, at that moment, she survived, but she said in that moment she had just given up. Yeah. And Matt himself was already in pain, too, and was, like, straining and on the ground, and he ended up being able to push her down uh, hill that was just like covered that in is dust love. that is seriously love yeah and so if you think about it like their their bodies were so exposed because they were burning and then they were they described it as like two inches thick of just soot on the ground and so pushing an exposed skin body and he like Into was sweat. on the ground just pushing her because he couldn't even stand up to carry her that is so wow just hearing them like the raw wounds of yeah the burns. like how insane oh, burns actually God. are yeah do you know what type of burn it was like what degree like the, yeah that i'm assuming probably third like they oh, all if oh, you look oh. if you look at pictures of them they all have severe wounds and so... are still recovering to this day yeah like it's it's severe wounds yeah uh Damn. but thank god like burn i mean even recently like Burn medicine is getting so much better. And yeah. we're learning more about how to replace skin. Just in time for climate change. <laughs> Thank Ooh. you. So, yeah. That's, yeah, that's awful. Stephanie recalls being thrown and rolled by the force of the explosion. She described it as being hit by a car that was on fire. The entire time she was unable to stand and fought to right herself, she was being burned alive. God. Each breath she took, steam crystals went into her lungs, and she could see her nails falling off of her hand as her skin became loose around her body. That is the most disgusting sentence that I've ever fucking heard you say. That is so visceral. <laughs> that is so, like, I feel like it's happening. Like, that's terrible. 
That's kind of what like psychedelics feel like. You know what I mean, though. Mm-mm. I looked at my hand and could. Ooh, uh, my fingernails have fa- never fallen off my hand like that. Yeah. Phyllis needs to be ripping her fingernails off. Oh. Anyway. Terrifying. Uh, as volunteer boatsmen and pilots teamed up to come to help at the island, authorities were not reacting in time and later chose to stay put instead of assist. The people who owned helicopters immediately jumped in to help. They were ill-prepared for what scene they were going into as they only had first aid kits. The first people to arrive at the island was the tour company and their tiny rubber dinghy. So that boat that was like in the distance. Yeah. The people that were manning that boat then brought their like escape dinghy and to the island to help to the island to try to like help people yeah what happened to the big boat did they just pull away from the island the the big boat can't get to shore oh so it was yeah you have you have to go in and out by that dinghy yeah like that's how they got onto the island they like all hopped from the big boat onto the dinghy went up to the dock got off yeah so they're like okay wow this is so titanic but like also not titanic just terrifying though it's just like ship tragedy yeah so as the rubber dinghy got there people started to pile in as not everyone could fit some were left behind the abled body people were pushing to the front to fight for survival matt remembers trying to grab the boat and his skin sliding off his hand as he tried to grab it so he like had his God. wife in one hand and went to grab. He was like, this is a chance. And he grabbed the boat and his skin, like his hand just like slid off. That is so disgusting. Which is just that horrible. Is awful. Picture like oh. finally making it and you being like best husband ever. And then being and like, there, there. Yeah. You know? Oh, was there anyone Oof. else there to man the ship? Like there were, were. I mean, like the people from the cruise, you know, like. Yeah. Were the there. ones who rode the dinghy in? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, the waterway oh. journey from White Island to shore to, like, mainland takes 90 minutes. So as all of the burned people lay on the boat in the sun, because it was, like, an exposed tour boat, you know? Yeah. They were being splashed by salt water, which is just crazy to think about. And they were baking in the sun with burning skin, getting salt water splashed on them for an yeah. hour and a half. And so there are stories of, like, those people who were on the boat and how they were trying to talk to each other to, like, stay awake. The pain that they were going <sighs> through. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Gross. That is terrible. <laughs> Stephanie heard her dad scream her name but couldn't see him or Crystal anywhere in the distance. Stephanie recalls her dad yelling her name every few minutes to see if she was alive as he wasn't able to get to her. She remembers being happy to hear his voice and she felt less lonely with it. She knew that if she went to sleep, she would never wake up again. All of a sudden, someone near Stephanie yelled, there's help. Oh, so she's like about to die. Yeah, she's she's like like, fighting and she's focusing on like her dad's voice. who Her dad isn't physically able to get to her because of his injuries. Yeah. And he's just like screaming her name, trying to be like, please, like talk to me. I need to know you're alive. Yeah. Like trying to fight. Yeah. 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 The only help to arrive would be the helicopter. The drivers made a very risky landing on the island to assist those left in need, assuming that actual help was on the way from the authorities. The authorities would never come. The You're vol- joking. The authorities would never come? Did they not call anyone? The volunteers were overwhelmed at the injuries and didn't know how to properly assist the severely wounded people. 
they were relying on the paramedics arriving to give them directions. But finally, another pilot nearby radios that help isn't coming. You're joking. The authority made the decision not to assist on the island due to their safety, even though they had 11 search and rescue helicopters at the ready. So they were like, well, this island is exploding, so we're just not going to help. They were like, it's not safe for us, even though the actual explosion only lasted like minutes. You're joking. The eruption only lasted minutes. Was that with all the steam and stuff and like the heat? The f- the I mean, somebody who owned a, like, who was just a pilot who owned a helicopter yeah. went into it, saw it happening and was like, okay, well, they need help. They need help. I'm going. Yeah. So him and like one of his friends went. Yeah. So they could have totally done that. That's what People who were actually trained for the situation could have done this and probably more people would have been saved. You know, yeah, like that's ridiculous. These two people were just like, "How the fuck do we help?" And yeah. got in their helicopter, went, and all they had was a first aid kit, and they were like, yeah. "Who? How do we say it?" Yeah, like, people are just, like, like somebody has to, to be coming. Somebody or, has to be coming. Yeah. And then they were like, "You're on your own." That's so sad. Oh my god, <clears throat> fuck that. Compared to the no. waterways, ninety minutes. Helicopters only take twenty to thirty minutes to go back and forth to the mainland. The person in charge of the decision from the authorities not to take action was Dr. Tony Smith. He said that they were given information that led them to believe it was unsafe to land on the island, even though the volunteer pilots on the island were in direct contact as they landed their helicopters. The authorities chose to rely on untrained pilots to help these victims. That is so authorities of them. So, like, the volunteers were <laughs> contacting them directly being, like, we we landed our helicopter on this island. If we can do it with ours, you can do it with yours. We need your help. Like, we're, we can't do this. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do we do here? Yeah. And they were like, no, sorry. It's unsafe. Yeah. We're not doing it. We can't help. Yeah. That what? is fucked up. You're supposed to be able to go and help people in those situations. Yeah. Back on the island, they felt abandoned, but they knew that they needed to get people off of the island. It's now been an hour since the eruption, and Paul, Stephanie's dad, gets the pilot's attention and yells at him to get his daughters. As they get Stephanie first, who was barely conscious, they loaded her into the helicopter. And actually, they loaded her into the front seat, which is kind of cute. She is, like, conscious at this moment, and one of her memories looking back on it was, like, I'm happy I got the front seat, because everybody else was just, like, piled in the back. Oh, God. Yeah. On top of each other and shit? With, like, burn, open burns. Oh, ugh. That is so, that makes me nauseous. One pilot stays as the other makes the first trip back to the mainland. Jason, the pilot at the time, says that he was just yelling the whole time trying to keep the few people with him awake and fears that they wouldn't make it. The victims that survived said that this saved their life. It gave them something to focus to. So the whole time he was flying, he was just like screaming at them, trying to break through, yeah. keeping them awake. That is damn and good for... I am so proud of these pilot people. Yeah, like, like stepped up. They stepped really, up. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie and Paul are placed into a medically induced coma as they arrive at the hospital. Sadly, Crystal did not make it off of the island. You're joking. Stephanie is haunted by the fact that she wasn't able to be there with her sister in her last moments. That is so sad. Which is really sad. Chris and his father are taken to Australia where Chris passes away. His father, John, is still in a coma during his son's funeral. And in an interview, he said that there isn't a day that goes by that he wishes he wasn't dead instead. That is so sad. Which is like so sad. They Ugh, lo- and he oh, was like wow. in it. He was in a coma, so he couldn't like even go to his own son's funeral. Yes, yeah, so we didn't get the closure. The the family yeah. mourning. Um, in January of 2020, Paul succumbed to his injuries after a month of fighting. Stephanie says that she wishes she could thank her dad for being her hero. Mm. She loves her life now, but questions why she didn't go with them. 
Damn. Just really sad. Like that she's is, just she lost like, her whole family. Her mom. She has her mom. Her mom wasn't on the cruise, but that's the best decision her mom ever made. Yeah, but she's just like I don't know. Hearing her talk about it, she. I think I say it later, but she's just like I miss laughing. Yeah. She's like, those are the two people that knew how to make me actually laugh. That and is she's so like, I don't sad. know if I've laughed since they've died, which is so sad. Most of the survivors have and had this to is have so recent. Holy shit, dude! Two thousand, like, yeah, late two thousand nineteen, early two thousand twenty. Two years ago, that is so recent. Yeah, most of the survivors have had to have amputations and numerous skin grafts. They're all actively seeing burn specialists for recovery. In current interviews, the survivors are blaming the authorities for not stepping in to assist in the situation. Many claim that this is why their injuries were as bad as they are. On November 1st, 2020, Dr. Tony Smith admits that they waited too long to assist and recover. On the day of the event, the authorities finally arrived three hours after the eruption. By the time they had got there, all of the survivors had been saved. So they just showed up to, like, all of the people who had passed away? They showed up to collect bodies. That's... Isn't that so disgusting? Sad. That's disgusting and sad. That's true. Just, like, sad. what? Couldn't give two shits about the people that were actually in it and the guy's like now looking back on it we probably could have gone yeah that's fucked up like the fact that he's admitting that like that's so fucked up oh disgusting and the way he says it is like very corporate pig hearing him in interview say it like he doesn't have any regard for the human life talks around it yeah Ugh, it's disgusting in late 2020 rc was being sued by Stephanie for negligence, among other things. At one point, the tour company was also being sued. That was the one that was actually, like, giving the tour. Yeah. RC denies any comments until recently when they announced that they were pursuing legal protection on their headquarters in Miami. The fact that their response to people trying to sue them is them being like, how do we go about us finding a loophole that we can get our headquarters out of any collateral damage? (laughs) Yeah. What? Do you know um, the show Succession? No, I've I like heard of it, but I don't. I haven't There's, watched like, it. There's like a very similar situation, but it like makes fun of rich people like mm. having an accident, like really like not even thinking about the human life, but just being like, don't tell anyone, hide it, deny it, deny, deny, deny. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, I don't know who owns Royal Caribbean or like if they're very rich or whatever. I don't know about Royal Caribbean or the cruise industry, but they're probably pigs. What a fucking yeah! <laughs> what a nasty ass corporation. Yeah. I can't believe they just went to this level two volcano knowing it was going to erupt. And they Literally. Were like, well, whatever. So yeah, twenty-two people died from the explosion. Uh, more or left with life-changing injuries. Finally, when Stephanie was asked what she missed the most, she said, "I miss laughing." <laughs> Fuck cruises, bro. Yeah, I've never heard of a cruise that hasn't ended. <laughs> Period. With I've not, I've never heard of cruise. I've heard of two cruises: the Titanic and this cruise. Both of them. Tragedy. Bad. Yeah. Don't get on a boat, you guys. Don't. Don't do boats. And don't go to an active volcano. Yeah, like maybe do your research. Just cruises, dude. That's so sad. I feel so sad for The details of burns. Like burns are so painful and Yeah. Their skin is still recovering. The idea of like skin goop. Don't say skin goop, dude. (laughs) You love gore. You and your little skin goop. Skin goop. <laughs> Kink. Ugh. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, but that's disgusting. Like, oh, the mm-hmm. idea of your skin, like your nails slipping off. Yeah. You'd really have to recover for a long time. You'd yeah. never look the same. You'd never feel the same. I imagine Mm-mm. there'd be so much trauma and anxiety tied with that. Yeah. Wow. Ewey. That is so sad. Yeah, I, 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 
not to be like I wish I would die quickly in that situation, but I don't think I would want to go through what these people have gone through with burns. No, it's terrible. Like it's, seeing it's so sad. parts of their recovery process and how their daily life changes. I'm not Damaging that strong. Damaging the nervous system and stuff too. Yeah. Like there's like so much. Oh, wow. And also the tremendous amounts of grief from that situation, you know, yeah. losing the people that you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Survivor's guilt? Is that what that- Survivor's guilt, yeah. Yeah. Like, Sad. why didn't- Why wasn't it me? Yeah. That's like that girl with the monkey. Marvin. Curious George. Oh, Travis? Travis. I always yeah. call him Marvin. I just- Yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know why. why. He, <laughs> yeah. He does kind of look like a Marvin. He does, yeah. But that's like- I imagine there'd be survivor's guilt for her friend or like mm. owner's guilt or something too. Yeah. Like, experiencing that tremendous amount of like- mm-hmm. Of pain, physical pain and loss. Yeah. Crazy. Rough. Katie- First of all, girl boss gatekeep gaslight. Gatekeep. Would you like I to guess. elaborate? <laughs> Would you like to elaborate? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, hmm. Well, maybe actually I'll change it. Girl boss, because I went to Colorado mm-hmm. and got like, you know, very little sleep. And then I came home, did a little podcast. We, you know, got some groceries. I cooked some Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. So feeling kind of girl boss. Yeah. 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 Go to work tomorrow, which is not very girl boss. That's forced Ugh. girl boss. Boo. But what about you? I'm feeling very gate kept. Oh, so. From happiness and contentment. Oh. <laughs> By mental illness. <laughs> anyway, no. uh, three sentence summary. Um, Going on a volcano cruise sounds kind of fun, right? Question mark wrong exclamation point ask these people who kind of survived a level three volcanic eruption and then like one of those little things what do you call the things that semicolon mm-hmm. semicolon thank you royal caribbean period yeah that was three sentence summary that was a beautiful i think that was the most elegant three sentence summary we've had thank you so much yeah whoa um, the thanks. use of punctuation <sighs> Ingenious. Oh, thank you. I just ingenious. I thought that we could have like a little fun with it, you know, yeah. like really for little literary the nerds and the yeah, precisely, precisely. What if you use a semicolon wrong in that sentence? Well then, do not attack me. <laughs> <laughs> well then, do, do not, not attack, attack me. me. <laughs> Wicked. That was amazing. You so, know where to find us? Killer Kush Podcast on, on Instagram, Twitter, the social, Facebook, and now. Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Check yeah. out our link tree down below or in the bio of whatever platform you're on. It's in everything. It has our website where you can listen to us, our Patreon, our yep, forms yep. for Sound of the Week, our form for if you want to submit a story for our new segment, The Rotation, that is a Patreon exclusive listener story. Listener story episode where you'll hear stories from our parents. And maybe from you. If you submit one. It's in our link tree, please, so click it. Please, we'll kiss you on the mouth. I'll maybe, I'll maybe kiss your elbow. Okay, well, I'll kiss you on the mouth, because I love you a lot. Okay, thank you, listeners. And now I bid you... Adieu. Adieu.